Every day, the world tolerates less and less of traditional masculine behavior, which has driven a new standard for men to be successful. How does one evolve so that they can win in today's world? Enter Man of Class, a place to empower men to break down traditional masculinity and build the necessary skill sets, mindset, and confidence to become the men that society desperately needs. Welcome, and I hope you enjoy. All right, welcome back. So let's jump right into the final, I can't believe I'm saying this, final episode in season two. Now, we've spent the past quarter, so for, for those that maybe listen in for the first time, what I try to do is break up the seasons uh, kind of to align with the business quarters. So every quarter there's going to be a new season. So that way it's maybe a different topic or maybe a different lens through we look through things. So that way it's not just sort of the same type of thing over and over again. And so this season, season two was dedicated all around lessons from the pandemic, because I felt that, you know, when you go through something, you may not have the appreciation or thing, you may not take everything away that you would like to have taken away. And Let's put it this way to simplify it. Afterwards, you're going to look back and go, damn, I wish I would have done something different. And so that's really kind of what I was trying to do is is pull into some of the stuff is is what are some of the things that people are doing? What are some of the lessons that that has helped people within the pandemic? How are people looking at the pandemic differently? Because so much you 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 tune into social media and just even mainstream media and there's just a ton of fear uh, doubt there, there's just, there's so much out there that it kind of gets people frozen. And so it's, how do you break through being frozen, right? How do you, how do you take that first step? How do you break through getting stuck in place and start actually moving forward, get off that hamster wheel and start actually taking steps in a forward motion. And so, you know, since this is the last episode, what I'll do is, is let's just do sort of a season wrap up. Um, Again, for those that may have been maybe listening for the first time, or maybe if you kind of were intermittently listening, you know, caught some episodes here and there. That way, if there's something that that piques your interest, you go, oh, yeah, OK, maybe I will give that a shot. So we start out the episode. You know, I'll, these are only I took away like maybe four for the 12 episodes that we did. But uh, there was a big episode with Chad Sutton on zigging versus zacking. So we we looked at the lessons from Warren Buffett. Um, again, for those that may not have, have caught it, it was just around the things and the things that most people will do, but when you look at it differently and you zig when other people zag, there can be a lot of opportunities there. And he shared his story, uh, which is actually a really remarkable story through the pandemic and actually how he has gotten, has been building, uh, extremely well in his real estate company. There was also, we had Mark Dvorak on from up, he was up in the Cleveland area and the power of a crew, masterminding, getting the right people around you and how that can be so influential because again, you hear these things over and over again. Oh, you are you know the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. But so we hear that, right? It kind of, it's after you hear it over and over again, it kind of falls on deaf ears. You just are like, okay, sure, whatever. Of course, yes. But when you look at how 
that may be true. And then you look at your goals and you go, okay, well, it makes sense that I'm not getting my goals. <laughs> I need, I need to start pulling in different people around me and just the power that that can have. And it doesn't have to be some big official mastermind, uh, logo company created type thing. It can just be, uh, I know for myself, I've actually been holding somebody accountable and he's been holding me accountable for our 5am club. We get up, hold each other accountable, make sure that we get into either a workout, uh, or share on Apple watches. So that way we can keep track and, and try to motivate each other to exercise more. Just because again, when we think of the pandemic, uh, it hits people differently. Some people don't know any different. They're still out and about doing everything. It just maybe feels a little different. And for some people they're, working from home or don't get out and it's, they, you know, they just don't, they need some of that. <clears throat> they need to, to break through some of that, uh, feeling stuck or feeling, um, complacent, if that makes sense. And so we also talked about money traps that have been plaguing folks. Uh, this pandemic has shown so much where just, it's, you know, again, I kind of go back to a Warren Buffettism, but it's, it's when the tide goes out, you really see who's naked. And we're seeing that there's a lot of companies that are either bankrupt or starting to go into bankruptcy or just, you know, restaurants that had closed that just won't reopen because of the pandemic. Um, and so there's just, there's a lot of that. Every time that you see a business doing something, there, there are also, right, a business is just a combination of people. And so there's also a lot of people that have been impacted. And so, you know, that episode really dove into what are some of the things, what are some of the different mindsets that we can share and shift to help protect you in some of that, right? How do you, how can you take a different lens and a different approach in order to help you out of this pandemic so that if anything like this happens, again, you know, people, again, I, who knows where all this goes, but but society has said, oh, this is like a once in a lifetime opportunity. Now, that may be true. I think the last major flu, the Spanish flu in like 1918, uh, I think there was SARS, right? We had SARS, but I don't know that it hit as big and had as much of an impact. I can't quite remember that. But so you think through some of the stuff, maybe it's a once in a lifetime. Maybe it comes back and there's something else. We just don't know. But but these are all, again, things that you can use to to help to apply to your mindset. So that way you can really live your best life. We also had Stephen Blanchard on. We talked about, again, we're kind of around that money, but but around credit repair, the power of credit. Uh, again, so many people that have got impacted by the pandemic, uh, they really needed credit. You know, maybe it was they needed to, to borrow on credit so they could figure out, you know, do, do I stay or do I go? Right? Do I stay here? Do I... Do I live in a different place? Do I stay with the same company? Do I leave? There's so many different decisions that everybody's been making on their daily life. Um, we also covered curing sluggishness. That whole, again, it in in there's been news articles that have talked about. So this may be a great episode to revisit. But so many people in the summertime were able to either just stay at home. And, you know, if they started getting that cabin fever, they just went outside. It was no big deal. 
as it gets, as we get colder, right, people aren't going to want to go outside. And so there's a fear around, there's an interpretation, I'll say. There's an interpretation around, you know, are people going to feel more stuck? Are they going to feel more blah, more sluggishness? Because they can't go out and walk around their neighborhood. So many people that I've talked to, they've gotten so much more exercise because they're like, well, we don't go out as much because we just get stuff online or maybe we we group shop. So we only go out like once a month or once every couple of weeks or once a week. But that opens up a ton of time for them. And so they've been just walking around the neighborhood. Some people are in the best shape of their lives just because they've been walking more. But, you know, as we get into wintertime, that's just, you know, that's just a thing, right? Normal wintertime brings potential for, for sluggishness, depression, just because the sun isn't out as much. The vitamin D goes down. And then just the whole, it's cold, so people want to stay inside and and we don't get out. So that could be another episode that as we get into winter that you might want to go revisit. And then really the last episode, which was last episode, is really breaking out of the whole competition and finding your happiness and living on purpose and living on your happiness and really how much freedom that you can have from that. And, and I know so many times, again, I tie this back to the pandemic, the pandemic has done a lot of things. I was actually talking about this with Maurice, who was on the, the last episode. Uh, I don't think this was actually recorded, but him and I were talking and we said the pandemic really helped to slow people down. Before that, 2018, 2019, it was just like growth, growth, growth. You know, what could we do? How much could we do more? And people were just trying to do more and just... It, it, it almost got into like just a craziness of just people riding, you know, an, in a car metaphor, right? They were redlining. They're, they're just going all the time. And the pandemic was in a way of kind of helping people to see like, not all that stuff is really that important. <laughs> I don't need to, I don't need to go out and be that all the time. I can actually get back into back to the basics, figure out what's really important. And based on that, actually go and and do that. And so I think that was one of the gifts that the pandemic has has brought. But it's really it's really interesting because not very many people think about that. Or after I say that, they're like, oh, yeah, I guess that's true. Because maybe they're spending more time with family. Maybe they're not going out as much. Maybe they're not going to movies or staying in a little bit more. Maybe people are reading more. There's so, so many different different ways of slicing it. And so it's it's really type of fascinating. But, but today, really jumping into today's episode, is really the power of perspective. And so everything in what we just talked about, even whether it was just a summary of the season it's it's all around that can actually help solve so many different confusion confusing topics or when people kind of get stuck in the mud or just it can be a very powerful tool power of perspective what do i mean by that well i mean just take a look at the pandemic when it came right when covid really started hitting in in march april type time frame here in the us it was, and even before that in, in other countries, it was just so much fear and rightfully so, right? There was, there was so much unknown. There was so much stuff that we didn't know, but as people started going through that, some people stayed in fear. They were stuck in fear 
And other people started to shift and actually start to find opportunities. They started looking at it going, wow, I get to stay home. You know, if I was out of work, if I was deemed a non, uh, I can't remember what the right term was that they used for it, but for people that that were oh, non-essential, if people were non-essential, they were at home. And so then it offered up an opportunity. Some people were like, oh, like, I just want to go back to work or, um, you know, oh, this is a great vacation. But it offered up an opportunity for people to really reassess their life, right? That slowdown that Maurice and I were talking about, where it really offered up people that said, am I doing what I really want to go do? Now, some people, right, that opportunity was kind of taken from them where it was like maybe your job is eliminated or your company has fallen apart. But it, even still, right, it, the there's two sides of that coin. The one side of it is, oh, my gosh, I'm losing my job. The other one is I've known people that have actually found companies or started companies or moved and they're actually living a happier, better life because of it. And so you think if this never happened, they may never have had that opportunity. They may never have looked at it that way. They may never have taken stock of their life because they were so busy in life that they weren't looking at their life to, to really have that. So the power perspective can really, really change the game for you. It also showed us blind zones. So, so many blind zones. And again, you know, whether we talk about companies, different industries, you know, that's, that's a whole other different segment, but entire industries crumbling, entire industries thriving. It just, it really shows you where your blind zones are. And so a difference in perspective is, is just changing that to say, okay, if, if I look at blind zones as an opportunity, or do I look at blind zones as, you know, I, it, these are weaknesses that, that I have to conquer, you know, I, and then you can get, <laughs> then you can get into having to, to patch all the holes, right? How, I gotta, I can't have any weakness in my armor. I have to be a hundred percent. There's always going to be blind zones, hundred percent. There's either there will always be blind zones or you'll be so well protected that you'll never go do anything <laughs> because every time that you go out in the car or walk outside or shoot even inside that you can do plenty of damage on the inside. Uh, there, there's always there's always things right. There's always oops. Uh, there's always mistakes, oops, daisies, whatever that you want to call it. But there's always something there. And so that really that again, opens up the, the opportunity for perspective because in all of that, you can begin to kind of grow and adapt and mold and become that next best version of yourself. Take that moment, take that time to really go, how, what do I want to do with this? Right. Do I want to, do I want to keep this? Is it serving me? Is it not serving me? Do I want to do something different? Is it time to move? Is it time to stay? And, and I always love, because some people say, you know, we, that's great for, for some people, but maybe not for others. And, and I think the power of perspective, and I think the perspective, I think it's all a thought ex experiment. It's not like it's not like it actually costs money to go do any of this stuff, but you can very easily just go out and do just take stock of your life, of other people's lives, looking at the trends, looking at what's really going on outside, 
looking at and talking to different people. I know whether it's I'm talking to my neighbors. I know whether it's talking to friends that I haven't talked to in a while, social media, seeing, you know, not necessarily just getting consumed in the social media, but kind of seeing different trends. Uh, what are people doing, right? What, are people posting more hobbies now? Are they posting, you know, more, more dog videos, whatever that it might be, but, but looking at trends, looking and seeing like what's really going on. What's, if there was a common theme or a common thread, like what, what would be going on there? And, and there's a lot of power in that because you can again, look at that and go, okay, if this is whatever, if this is what's happening, is this where maybe can I see that and take that into my own life? Right. If I see all of a sudden a company that's crumbling and the reason why they're crumbling is because the way their business model was set up didn't protect them for a pandemic and they didn't want to shift to be a takeout, you know, like all around me you know, having a, a takeout or a drive through or something like that. Where could I really put that into my life? And I know you're thinking, Eric, I'm not a restaurant. I, I don't offer takeout. Um, I, and it, that's not really what I'm getting at. It's, it's how malleable, how adaptable, how, quick are you to see the things, see the trends and go, Hmm. So I'll give you, I'll give you an example. Some people where they were buying so much stuff, um, that they thought was making them happy, but in reality it just wasn't. When all of a sudden the cash flow starts getting shut down or there's a lot more panic and people are starting to save more is, are those things really necessary? Are the things that, that you were buying before, were they really, you know, like going out once, once a week or twice a week or three times a week to eat? And now maybe you're not, maybe you're making more meals at home. Was that really worth it? You know, and, and it may be right. It may be like, wow, like we really, and that's again, just take stock of that. There could be some big appreciation there. I know, you know, for us, for Amber and I, when we meet up with friends now, we have a, a deeper level of appreciation and it, and it goes further than just maybe wanting to spend time with people. It's, it's really cherishing those moments because again, it's before COVID hit, it was, it was great to see people. Don't get me wrong. It's, it was always great to catch up with people and, and to go out to dinner and, and, and whatever. But now it's almost like, the connection is, is deeper. It's like more attention is put onto it because again, you know, it, it's, we, we're trying to be safe. We're trying to keep social distancing. Um, so when, when we do actually meet up with people face to face, it's, it's really, it's really a thing, <laughs> right? Before it was just sort of, we took everything so for granted, but the, the power of perspective is really shifting it to say, this isn't, you know, this is a gift. This is truly a gift in order to actually spend time with people. I know over this past weekend, we had some, some friends over and just chatting outside on the back patio. And it was just, and it was so cool. It was just so, so cool because we hadn't done that for a while. And so again, that power perspective is just really like, wow, I was really taking so many people for granted and not necessarily appreciating them as much as I could. 
that was a big aha for me, which was, I, I used to be, you know, I still am, but I'm, I'm a very big extrovert <clears throat> where I go out and I can just, I just love being around people. But in some ways, this has shown me the power of introversion, in, introvertism. I, I think I just made up a word, but the power of being an introvert because it's because we've been doing this for so long that when we do actually get out around other people, it it helps to face to face. You know, we talk to people all the time on the phone or on Zoom or whatever, but but really face to face, there's really like a an energetic thing that's that's present when you meet up with people. And so that's just that's again just another piece of perspective that I didn't have. And, you know, I could have just let that that pitch go right on by and never even think twice about it. But I share this because it's a very powerful thing. In in the more I go through life, the more perspective, the more I start to think through different situations. You know, what what are they doing? What am I doing? And it's and it's different. I don't I don't want to confuse it with last week's episode where we said don't don't compete. Not trying to do any competition, but just coming from a place of curiosity. Coming from from a place of curiosity versus a place of competition is very different. A place of competition is how can I do better than that person? Okay, I see what they're doing. If they make, you know, uh, $100,000, I need to make $120,000 or I need to, you know, to, to hustle my way in order to, to make more money or, or to be better this way or to be stronger or whatever that it is. But to understand from a place of curiosity is, is there anything that I would do differently? And I think I asked that question to myself a lot because early on in high school, I had spent a lot of time with people in nursing homes and I just in generally would always, you know, get along with, with people's grandparents and great grandparents. And the more that I really got to talk to them, the more I realized how much regret that they had. And it wasn't, it wasn't just immediate. It wasn't like I just said, Oh, Hey, how are you? They said, great. Here's my regret. Boom. Right on the table. It was the more conversations that we had, the more I really got to know them, the more I could just feel the pain of regret come out in their voices. And it was through those regrets, I'll never, I'll never forget it, that it made me, it made me ask this fundamental question that I ask always to this day is, would I do anything different? Is there anything I could do differently? And that question always usually sparks some type of thought or idea, again, perspective. And then, and then it's okay, based on if I could do something different, do I want to go do that differently? Right. Do I want to start that business? Do I want to move to a different location? Do I want to be closer or farther away from this person? You know, I, th these are all questions that I think is are very helpful because questions, again, offer offers our brain. I think I covered this before, but it's like your brain is like the original ask Jeeves. Where you'd ask a question, I say ask Jeeves, but it's really like Google now. You can ask anything and it will it will bring back an answer. And so when I ask myself these questions of like, would I do anything different? Is it is there anything different that I want to do in this moment? It really allows me to 
to have an honest conversation. And that honest conversation can then say, no, like, I think this is really where I'm meant to be, like where I, where I'm the most happy or joy or, or, you know, whatever it is that I'm trying to go after. But if the answer is, yeah, I really wish I would have done this differently. Then, then it offers up something that I can fix so that fast forward when I'm in a nursing home or, or, you know, talking to young people when I'm in my eighties or whatever, that I won't have to say all my regrets. It'll be all of the awesome memories and experiences and also probably what's new <laughs> because I'm, I'm so curious all the time about trying to learn something new and do something new. That's IE why we've all of a sudden, if you've been following us at all, either my wife or I on social media, it's, it's all around canning. We've just gotten into to food preparation, which again was a power perspective. We were, COVID helped with this too. So I'll share this story is we used to go out to the grocery store and, you know, we'd like to eat healthy. So we get spinach and we get lettuce and, and all these different vegetables, but like spinach just goes bad so quickly. You can get a bag of spinach and unless you're blotting it with uh, paper towels and making sure that like the, the right moisture consistency and the right temperature, it goes bad like super quickly, or maybe at least the spinach that we get. I don't know. I, it just, it, it always feels like we can never go through the bag of spinach quick enough. And so we'd always have waste and I always hated waste. I, I just, to me, it's like, you know, these plants, you know, we harvested them and, and we're just like throwing away, like, just like they're trash. And so I was like, ah, oh, there's gotta be a better way. So fast forward through the pandemic, we're not going out shopping as much. We started getting into like eating more processed foods and then we weren't feeling very well. Uh, again, that sluggishness, right? This is real time, by the way. So when I released the episode around sluggishness, like that was all real time. These are real things that, that I'm sharing of like, oh, this is what I've noticed. Um, but so we, we then started saying, okay, well, how can we get more produce, but not waste it and sort of keep it for a while? And so then that was introduced to canning and dehydrating and, and all the different ways that we can preserve food. And the beautiful thing in all of that is in a way it got us to level up. Our food preservation now is like at peak. We, we dehydrate a whole bunch of fruits and vegetables that now makes it easy. So like we'll dehydrate some mangoes. We can take that if, if we're, going someplace, even if we're walking around the neighborhood and Lily needs a snack, we can just pull those right out. And we don't have to worry about like the wet, you know, we just throw them in a bag. We don't have to worry about like the wetness or it being really sticky or whatever else. We can just dehydrate it and go. And just the power and all that, like that just was like a huge, huge fun and interesting thing. And so I share that again, with just power perspective. I went from feeling crappy about throwing away all this food to turning it into an opportunity to say we can level up and actually can make jams, dehydrate, we can do all of these things. And now all of a sudden we're preserving so much more food. We're, we have zero food waste now. So the zero food waste, and then we compost all the, the scraps of food. So our soil is better and we just turn it into an opportunity. And on top of that, 
really throughout all of this, uh, Amber and I were talking about this last night, it's actually brought us closer together. A common hobby really has brought us closer together because then it's it's something fun and new, even in a time when, you know, people aren't, you know, we haven't gone out to to travel to different places or to meet up with as many friends. So this was a, a really cool thing that is fun and enjoyable and we both can kind of riff on. So the power perspective is very, very powerful. Um, I can't emphasize this enough. It's, it's one of the main pillars I think that I use throughout my entire life is if I don't feel right, what's a different question? What's a different question that I can ask? What's a different perspective that I can ask? and get to a different point of view, because when I can understand something from a different point of view, I can understand more about the thing that I'm looking at. You know, there's, and we see this, we see this stuff all online where, um, (laughs) I love the one where it's a picture of a guy getting out of a car and he's holding up his finger and it looks like he's flicking off the crowd. It looks like he just has his middle finger up. And so the power perspective and, and the camera zooms around and it shows the front side view of him instead of the side view. And it shows that he's throwing up three fingers, but you could never see the other two fingers because they were hiding behind the middle finger. So it, it's so true. It's like the more angles that you can get at a situation, the more that you can think through a situation, the better you can a understand it and then B really know that you're making the best decision, the best way of life, the best living, the, um, you don't have to have those regrets. So it's, it's a very powerful, powerful thing. And, and you know, it, it, it's a muscle that I don't think gets used a lot. So it can be difficult for people because if they're not using it all the time, then it's hard to maybe to, you know, to use it, right? Well, okay. What's the first step? (laughs) How do I, how do we go about it? And again, right. I'd go back to, you know, finding that crew, Hiring a coach, right? Coaches are excellent at this stuff. I.e., that's part of probably why I, I'm so good at what I do is because I've been doing this for such a long time that when I take it in and help other people do it, it's it's second nature to me. I've I've done this my entire life, mainly going back to just how I was brought up and seeing people living with regret and going, that's that's not how I want to live, right? I want to do something different. So if I want to do something different, if I want to live a different way, I'm going to have to do things completely differently. I can't look at what other people are doing and take it at stock value. I have to level up my game. And so, you know, I'd, I'd offer up that as a solution. If if you're if you're struggling with something and want a different perspective, give me a call, uh, DM me, find, reach out, you know, and if you're not comfortable with me, reach out to somebody else. It doesn't matter. But go get that second opinion. Go uh challenge, push yourself, look at, look at different things, because when you get to a different perspective, it can really be eye opening. And whether it's appreciation, whether it's, um, looking at something from destruction lens to opportunity lens from fear, anger to joy and happiness, there, there's so many that the, it's completely endless in all of the ways that you can use the power of perspective. So, Uh, With that, we'll wrap up. Thank you for listening in for season two. Uh, I had a a great time pulling together all this information for you guys. And I'm really excited for season three. So for those that may not know or may have missed it in previous episodes, 
season three is going to be around leadership, leveling up your leadership. And I chose that topic for season three, mainly because of regardless of whatever political view that you have, I, I do think that leadership in general can be such a powerful force. I think it's the reason why companies are successful versus not successful uh, uh, countries are the same way. I, uh, people, you know, it. there's so many examples of leadership, but, and we say leadership, but we don't really dive deeper into it. And that's why I decided that we needed to have a dedicated season to leadership because so many times we just see the, the hashtag leadership or, or see like a quick little example on social media and they're like, oh, you know, crushing leadership. But it's it goes a lot deeper than that. And again, it goes into the inner fabrics of the human, of, of the individual. And so I really do think that there's a lot of power to be had there. And so that's why I, I want to focus on season three being that, that leveling up your leadership. So make sure to stay tuned for next week when we debut our first season. I'm sorry, first episode in the new season. And until next time, stay great, do great, and be happy. Did you know that 8 out of 10 men are living a life that they wish was better? I believe living an exceptional life means unlearning everything that we've been taught and dropping the shoulds immediately. Which is why I created a brand new ebook titled Coaching Secrets, How to Break Out of Ordinary and Live an Exceptional Life. I want to show you the mindsets, strategy, and tactics you need to live the life you were meant to be so that you can step into the vision that you have for yourself but maybe haven't taken action. And the best part about it? It's yours absolutely free. To get your copy, head on over to manofclass.com forward slash coaching secrets and you can start living that life right now.